Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. I think it was a disgraceful performance, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where we will be going over the uh, the three last games in the IPL, the, uh, the Super Saturday double header and uh, today's game which I would like to uh, forget as quickly as I possibly can. Um, I, of course, am Max Brown, and I'm joined today by Ross Legg. How are you, Ross? I am bloody marvellous, Max. It's, um, you know when you call stuff um, and predict things, mm. you kind of feel like a genius, right, sometimes. And uh, we get an awful lot wrong on the show because we're trying to predict the future. Um, but on a couple of occasions in the last 24 hours, we've got some stuff pretty right and um, feeling pretty smug, must admit. Yeah. Nice, nice place to be. Um, mm. So obviously we will be getting on with all, all the uh, all the navel gazing action of uh, reminding ourselves how good we were, <laughs> uh, getting, getting things right. But before we do that, could you please give the listeners the messages for the listeners? Yeah, we are unbelievable like the show <laughs> we will we will predict your future we are that good um no, we are sponsored by serious cricket uh, go to their website seriouscricket.co.uk and use code tcp for 22 oh no use code tcp22 for 10 percent off there we go you can get yourself a new cricket bat like i've got here where it's like a, a prop i thought today i would, I would use um and yeah you get 10 percent off uh you should follow us at the cricket pod on twitter and instagram and then on patreon um we have had multiple people sign up uh we've got the fantasy league going which is um both really exciting and really bloody annoying um i captained, <laughs> I captained moe and ali today oh, no. um, which went terribly uh, whereas everyone else was captaining liam livingston I think, well i forgot to game. captain anyone so 
well and then there's max um so that's good discord is off the chain and um obviously we had our a exclusive show that we recorded on Friday night um, that people are now devouring. So um, yeah, if you want more from us, um, go on to there. It's only $5 a month or whatever it is. So um, yeah, let's, uh, let's get on with the show, Max. Where are we going to start? Uh, CSK versus the Punjab Kings? Yep, as always, reverse chronological order for us. So uh, let's, get, uh, let's get this one out. out the way nice and early so I can move on to talking about things that make me happier. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it was a big game for both sides, wasn't it? After Punjab Kings uh, had a bit of a got a bit of a hiding uh, a few days ago, CSK two out of two in the wrong direction. Both will be looking to bounce back, and at first it looks like CSK were bouncing back better. As uh, isn't that that sounds like a, 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 a conservative government slogan, doesn't it? Um, CSK had taken a couple of wickets in the uh, power play and it looks like having seen what happens when you take early wickets against Punjab Kings that they were going to be uh, looking at chasing down a fairly meagre total but Liam Livingston uh, prediction number one that he would do something good soon scored a bunch of runs and uh, Punjab got themselves to uh, a, a pretty decent total of uh, 180 and in response the same thing happened to CSK in the power play. They lost two early wickets, but they didn't have Liam Livingston to help them recover. They just kept losing wickets and lost uh, very, very quickly. And, um, well, it wasn't as quickly as it should have been, I suppose, because Dhoni did do his best to drag things out for as long as humanly possible. But he eventually did lose all out for 120, whatever it was. And uh, three out of three. That's a good... Um, it's a good start. The, uh, and I'm, I'm obviously not wearing my CSK top today. Uh, you can see that partly because it's in the wash because I wore it the other day <laughs> and partly because my uh, my pride for teams in yellow today is going to Sutton United, who very valiantly fought against Rotherham in the Papa John's Trophy. Um, the uh, for, for those who don't know, it's a, a cup competition between uh, members of League One and League Two in, in English football. And they got to the final today at Wembley, played Rotherham and were seconds away from uh, a, memor- a, a memorable victory. Unfortunately, Rotherham equalised in the 96th minute and then took the game 3-2 in extra time. Well... Unfortunate, that Max. Uh, where should we start for um, these guys? I think can we start right at the top of the innings because um, there's been a bit of um, what's the word? Bit of predictions that um, oh no, people saying that the IPL has been too predictable. You win the toss and you you win the game. Yeah, um, well, we, we we said on Friday night, didn't we, on our show that actually that was a bit of a, a bit of a bad theory. Right now, it might it might have been that way in terms of the results, but it's no kind of World Cup in the UAE, right? It was very mm. much a case of um, teams snip, uh, snatching the snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think on, on, on that note today, we've seen, well, the, over this weekend, we've seen all three teams who batted first winning. It was, it's too predictable, Max. So if you win the, if you bat first, you're going to win the game. It's yeah, disgraceful, boring in it? it, boring in it, really. It'll be interesting yeah. to see um, if we see anyone win the toss and, and bat first next week. I think some pe- some teams are going to have to figure out what their optimal strategy is because some of the teams are not performing very well. Um, and it's a very kind way of putting it. Yeah, it was very kind way of putting it. Look, we don't want to completely just slam on teams, but let's let's get started on CSK. Um, <laughs> um, I, I want the let's talk with Jadeja's captaincy because he's got a bit of an approach. Um, of like a 
it's like a sacrificial lamb leadership is what I'm going to call it right now, where mm. he, he is, a, I'm not sure he's um, using his bowlers and in the most optimal way. Um, Mukesh Chowdhury was opened up the bowling, bowled a good first over. Mayank Agor threw his wicket away. And this guy is inexperienced. You can see that there's kind of a little bit of nerves. So he's not got that consistency or the accuracy that he needs, but there's something there. You know, if you had some Play-Doh, Jadeja has got something to play with and see, see what he's going to create out of it, right? Um, but then he gives him three overs in the power play against Liam Livingston, who's coming out and just swatting him everywhere. It, it just didn't seem to make sense to me. Like Surely at that stage, you want to be like, Do you know what? What is going to make Liam Livingston's life a little bit more challenging here? Actually bowling himself would have been a far better solution, I think. Um, mm. so, so, uh, so, I get, it's a bit like, uh, without jumping ahead too much, it's, uh, I suppose it's a little bit like um, Basil Tampion, Joss Butler yesterday. It was... Uh, for, for Liam Livingston, it was very much like this is this is my bread and butter, like reasonably average pace bowling, <laughs> and he will dispatch that. And yeah, it's just that it's the matchups bit, right? There are people can either. I think some of the teams are very much almost petrified to bowl off spinners to right handers now, and what you actually there's, there's a real scaredy cat <laughs> kind of approach to some captaincy on this. Um, but if you've got good bowlers, Jadeja is a really good bowler. He came out of this with pretty decent figures. But Jadeja is the senior player in CSK. He's the most senior player as captain now. He's, he's ahead of Dhoni in that, in that rank. Uh, he should be the one who's going, I need to bowl this really difficult over to their best player. Like, because if you get Liam Livingston out, you win the game. And I just think he left an opportunity there. And again, it cost them big style. Um, and yeah, he's just left. I don't, I don't know if it is him and Dhoni captaining. I don't know if it's kind of, they're not really listening to kind of what Fleming is saying or the analysts around the team are saying. It just hasn't really clicked in the field yet, Max. I said it last time. I, I just find it a bit odd having Jadeja as captain anyway, you know, just given that what his role in his normal position is in the field. It doesn't really suit having him as captain, but if he is going to carry on being captain, he needs definitely to buck his idea up, ideas up after you know there was uh, the Shivam Dupe, <laughs> Dupe incident the other week, the other day, and now um, and now today as well. It's because uh, they got a good start, and and that's when you need to earn your salt, I suppose, as a captain, isn't it? And not let the other team off the hook and try and use the inroads you've got and and double down. And that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think when you get when someone like Agawal gives their wicket away to you, you're a bit like, okay, we're, we're we should really take advantage of this. Then they managed to get Rajapaska out, so they're fourteen for two. And I mean, let's just talk about that run out because it was really funny. Uh, <laughs> Rajapaska's knocked it into the onside. Darwin is half out the pitch and then bottles it big time. <laughs> Chris Jordan's there. He sells Rajapaska down the river. It's unbelievable. And he just stands well, there. Like, Sorry, he, mate. Uh, yeah, he pulled rank authority there, didn't he? That's... Big time. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Jordan's picked it up on the throw, turns around, and Dhoni, doing what every good wicketkeeper would do, um, runs up to the stumps, and then almost Eddie Guerrero-style frog splashes to the stumps <laughs> and, take, and, and gets him out. And Rajapaska was nowhere near um, comedy. Very comedy. Punjab Kings of comedy were back comedy Kings, in that, in that yeah. moment. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the Livingston, Max, you kind of mentioned a couple of times, and we will have to talk about the Jube. And there's people in the live chat asking us to talk about the Jube. We will get we to We will the talk Jube. about him. Um, this was the first time in the IPL 
in Liam Livingston's history of playing in the IPL, which we really got to see the brutality of his play. Like he comes off the pitch today at 60 off 32 balls and he took some... Five fours, five sixes. Yeah, and there's some people saying, oh, he took their worst, most experienced player to the cleaners. But you can only hit what's in front of that's you, right? His, that's his job. Yeah, that, literally, that is their bit of just slaying whatever chaff is put in front of you. Um, and on, the, on this occasion, it was... Yeah, it was, it was really quite impressive, really. Some of the just his power is amazing. 108 meter six. I assume uh, that, that's I assume that's top so far. Oh, yeah, it's top. He's, who's in second? Oh, Andre Russell, surely. No, it's also Liam Levinson with 105 oh, is it? Oh, okay. meter six. Um, but yeah, so it, it's weird how some people almost want Livingston to fail. Like, that's kind of been the bit like, oh, he's really inconsistent. You know, I, I'm on the opposite opinion, right? I think I'm I want players who are having this high risk high reward approach it's far more entertaining um if a team gets bowled out for 50 it's, it's funny and we've got more stuff to talk about but the guy is an entertainer the, the ipl as much as cricket is a sport ipl is an entertainment show and liam livingston should be one of the star entertainers um and wanting him to fail is just quite an interesting interesting narrative that's kind of seeped into some of the cricket fans that we've been interacting with um yes he's going to be a little inconsistent in his output but that is because of the high-risk strategy right yeah and uh that's surely surely it's better to have a few days where it doesn't quite go to plan to have those days where it does go to plan and you witness something monumental i mean obviously t- today wasn't quite uh, the the level that we have seen in the past and it certainly wasn't quite andre russell although it wasn't wasn't a wasn't a mile a mile away, but that's the thing. Like if you you've got the choice of you know playing safe and having someone that you think might dependably get you thirty off twenty five or forty off thirty or something, which is okay. But what do we we want fireworks, don't we? Let's be honest. We want we want we want proper raw power, raw talent, raw excitement, and sometimes you have to pay a price for that, and the price is zero off two, but. <laughs> I reckon if we were to run a Twitter poll and we said, would you rather have a, a player hit 60 off of 35 balls or, th- or the 32 balls that he did today or hit 70 off of kind of 58 balls, they're going to they're gonna take the, the, the 70 runs. We're actually in T20 cricket. That's not right. It's not, but it does depend on who you've got coming after you. So, <laughs> you know, you have to think about that. You'd, yeah, fine. But in, 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 in this situation, Liam Livingston played a pretty decent game um, and then also fielded unbelievably. Um, and then bowled pretty well. Bowled pretty well. We've been saying it's been a disgrace. It was a disgrace last season when my boys, the Royals, were bowling Glenn Phillips ahead of Liam Livingston. And then I mean, he, he, he came on and had to bowl in the last last game where the game was already pretty much over and Andre Russell just dispatched him like he would have anyone who was coming on to bowl. And it's like, look, he can't do it. He can't do it. Today, pretty good. Like, no, no you cannot go away from the, today's game and be like, Liam Livingston isn't a box office player. Yeah, he had, he had what, the, uh, what the Aussies would term a day out, didn't he, today? Yeah, he I did. think that's kind of a theme as well for the three games we've seen. There's been a few uh, days out for, for players so far. But, well, that's, that's what they say, Max. Don't they? they say uh, the, the IPL needs a strong English contingent, and that's what we've had in the last couple of games. We've had Joss Butler hit the century, Liam Livingston having a day out today. Just don't, let's forget about Murray Daly's day. And Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Jordan had an okay day. He did all right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, compared to the rest of his side, he had a he had a blinder. But 
yeah, it was. Um, I, I suppose we should talk about uh, some of the changes that were made that uh, Punch Out Kings made as well. So, uh, Disha Sharma came in with the gloves and did pretty well, to be honest. Yeah, he's got a pretty incredible record in the SMAT, uh, which is really quite enjoyable to say. Um, and did you see the way he got out? I, I didn't know. So, what, so what, it's almost like describe um, it to me. It's like as if I was there. Well, I mean, I mean, we should. I've never done ball by ball commentary, Max, as we well know. Um, but the balls is there, and he's always done this little weird. I can't really do it. It's like a weird flick. I know I've got the bat here, but it's almost like. Um, how was the, in the Discord? It was showing. It was saying that it was almost like a French cricket dismissal. Okay, well, it was defend, fun, yeah, and it was, it was. He didn't have to do it. Like he's, he's fended it off, and it's got it's gone to short fine leg or whatever it was. And it was like, why have you played that? Like he didn't need to play it. He was perf- batting perfectly well. Um, they had plenty of time left in the game, and he's just almost like self suicided for no reason whatsoever. Um, but I tell you what, looks like a pretty exciting player, and. Um, was definitely more valuable than um, the other youngster who was playing the other day. Um, well, <laughs> Raj uh, Bauer. Yeah, Raj Bauer. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was interesting. And he did, did take a good take off of Dhoni um, down, the leg hands, down the leg side and strangled him there and reviewed it with a lot of confidence, which is good to see. Um, and Max, yeah, Aurora, mm. who yeah, did really well. Like In terms of like their, their guys, turned up and delivered, really, and he's, as much as I mean, he possibly plays, could do, right? He's played a handful of... T20 games like in it, it totally made I think he made his uh smat debut last year he's 24 uh but like what a what a uh yeah <laughs> what a what a performance from him that yeah, was thought, yeah, two for 21 you'll take that off your first four overs <laughs> wouldn't you really in uh for the Punjab Kings colors yeah um, I mean it might be it might be uh beginner's luck but it might be that we've unearthed another talent which has been another theme actually I think of Possibly this weekend, but also just so far the the IP, IPL in general. With the uh, as we said, I think with the the slight diluting of talent that you get from the the ten to two extra teams bringing it to ten, we're seeing some more young Indians get chance, and they're doing the business. It's good. It's good to see. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about one of the Indians who isn't doing the business, Guy Quad. <laughs> um, <laughs> orange cap holder. Yeah. From last year, he has had a sorry start to. Um, the tournament and is is a major major problem right for CSK there was heavy reliance on him and Faf Duplessy opening up last year and now they don't have Faf and they don't have Gaikwad basically yeah Um, and and, and I can only apologize to CSK fans yeah, I can I can only apologise because I've had him in my fantasy team since we started. And he's yeah, well, if run. you if you wouldn't mind, Ross, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll take him out just just for you guys, uh, and then uh, yeah, see what happens. But yeah, he didn't have the best of times. But the man, the myth, the legend, and the man who is a mystery to the majority of people is the doob. Yeah, what's going on, Ross? Um, can you explain is, this to me? He has modelled himself on Christopher Henry Gale. And I don't know if you know this, Max, but Chris Gale was a pretty good T20 player, a pretty good cricketer. I've, I've heard rumours but, like, but that a extent, supreme yes. T20 player. And he's kind of looked at some videos, um, no doubt, and kind of went, right, I reckon if I don't move my feet, I've got good hand-eye coordination, <laughs> and there might be some bowlers who will feed me some deliveries to smash like Chris Henry Gale did. And that's what's happening. The last two games, the dube has come out and been like, he has shown why teams have made him a multi-millionaire uh, we, we, we hadn't really done it done it once for Royals last year but again you're a bit like when's he going to be a little bit consistent here he's, he's looking at CSK's best batsman 
It's, it's, it's unbelievable. He's a cool dude. He is a cool dude. Yes, very, very good. Well, it's nice to have a, a ray of sunlight, isn't it, in this uh, CSK batting order? Um, and yeah, Shiv- Shim Dube pr- proving to be more, what would be, I don't know, profitable uh, mm. or, or certainly certainly more of a positive in the side than uh, we would have given him credit for. So uh, fair play to him. I mean, still probably wouldn't bowl him much, but batting wise, he's proving to be that extra person in the CSK batting lineup that we thought might actually be all right. Like, it's a bit old, so it's not going to be all right in three years' time. But we assumed Guyquad would still be Guyquad, so that's disappointing. Rowan Ali hasn't turned up yet. Raidu and Utapa were really good last year, and Utapa's been pretty decent so far. Raidu less so. And Jadeja's not turned up either. But if they all do turn up, hmm. they've got a side there that can bat. Like, they scored 200 the other day. You know, not, mm-hmm. not defending that was, uh, well... We, we went into some depth on to what happened there. Incredulous. It, it should be a good batting lineup, and we always said the bowling was the uh, the issue. But if I mean, if that if that batting lineup continues to function like it did today, I mean, they're in serious serious trouble. Yeah, and I, and I think it's one of those. Yeah, I think the law of averages, they'll they're going to be uh, like they'll be fine. They'll they'll, they'll recover. Um, and they'll be in a position where they can win games and they'll properly bat, and everything will be okay. The issue is with. Um, three losses from three games out of the 14 they've got what they've got 11 games left and we CSK. say you reckon what eight isn't it I th- so- uh, yeah eight I think I think because of the golf in quality between teams I think a couple of teams are going to get blown away I think a couple of teams are going to be right down the bottom um, it may or may not be CSK who we did predict would make the playoffs um, didn't think it would be this bad didn't think it would be this bad at all especially with as, as you say with this lineup when you've got Jadeja Ali you've got um, Utapos are fine I mean, yeah you add, you add Deepak Chahar to that team and it's quite good yeah exactly yeah it's just not, yeah, it's just not clicked, right? And teams have fully taken advantage of that self-implosion um, and the poor abdication of responsibility. I mean, we haven't even talked about Doni, Max. Um, like today, he did this. He did the innings that he did. He was doing last year, mm. and in the first two games, he came in and was the Doni of old. It was the helicopter shots were out. He was smashing sixes from the first ball. Here, he was blocking it out. He, he's hit. Two boundaries. He's got twenty. He's got twenty-three of twenty-eight balls, and he's hit two boundaries in in that space. So he's hit ten of two balls in those bits. So in theory, he's hit he's hit what thirteen runs off of twenty-six deliveries in in that plus the the boundary. Like, that is not a great position to be in, and he's you're already up against it. Um, you're losing wickets all all around you, which I know is not great. But somebody has to put their hand up and kind of go, I'm going to bat with with Doob here. Doob's mm. hitting the ball well. I'm going to need to contribute my end as well. It's not about just getting him back on strike. It's about being, I need to help take someone down here. And it was just left too late. There was too much to do. Um, he is not the Dhoni of 2016. Um, and it, yeah, it was a it was not not a not a good innings today. No, no, it wasn't. But I suppose you could argue that it was largely irrelevant. So I'm going to give him a pass on this one because the last because his last two efforts have been more of the old stuff. But okay. I take your point. If you do, if you wanted to win this game uh, against all of the odds, then 23 from 28 was not the way to do it. But no. uh, I think I think by that point we were looking at 
there was only one there was only going to be one outcome wasn't there so I, I guess he was thinking I might as well try and get some uh, get some more time in the middle I don't know I don't know what the logic behind it is you can't argue it was taking it deep because it was taking it to a point where it was impossible to win the game mm-hmm. so that's not that's not really taking it deep is it um no. so yeah then- it was it was it was poor but we uh you can't be a specialist captain anymore so that is true. So, so Max, they need eight wins from 11 games. Two of them are against Sunrisers, so they need six from nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think they're not completely out of it because the CSK have the, have the talent in this team to do that. They have the talent to win those eight games. No, no, no yeah. doubt about it. It's going, to be an unbe- it's going to be unbelievably difficult, but they definitely have the talent in that team to do it. But they're just not making the right choices at the moment. Um, the best players that they have aren't firing right now. Um, and it's just this, yeah, the, the, the shift in captaincy has been an absolute disaster. Um, Punjab Kings, on the other hand, their like, their all action approach is one brilliant to watch. Um, two, it is riddled with all kinds of potential risk, um, which makes it exciting. It's almost like watching I don't know a car with like three wheels in a police chase or something like that. You have no <laughs> idea are they are they going to get away? Are they going to are they going to crash and kill everyone? Who knows? Um, Meanwhile, the Benny Hill soundtrack is playing over the top. Yeah, they're they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I think there's. They're trying to address some of the holes in their team. I was, it was good to see that they mixed it up today. Um, I think if they, I couldn't believe they left Johnny Bairstow out of this time, but they managed to win without Johnny Bairstow. Was, was he available? He was available. Yeah, they didn't he was play. available. No, so um, I, I, questionable. From, yeah, I, th- I think with Aurora coming in and demonstrating that he can do all right, I think that's a real big plus point. Um, I think Odin Smith is probably going to have to be the one who drops out of this team. I think. Yeah, Bradger, but he did well today again, didn't he? So he's just not—he's not—he's not better than Johnny Bairstow. Roger Pascas proved that one, he can hit the ball; two, he can't run. But that's funny. Um, and I just think, yeah, they, they need to probably bring in someone like Sandeep Sharma who can I give them so. some, pa- some power play overs, um, get the two or three overs out of him, and then help what's going on, right? Liam Livingston proved today he can have the two or three overs that you need him to have, especially when he's bowling in tandem with Chaha. That's a, that's a nice little combination. Arshdeep Singh was back to what he, we know he can do. And I think if they can just make those couple of tweaks, um, they're going to look like a much stronger side. Uh, it, it might it might need to be Mayan Gaggle dropping down the order a little bit. You, you might see Bairstow open. You might see Liam Livingston move down a position. D- don't know what the makeup is going to be of this side, mm. but th- the best is yet to come for these boys, I think. Yeah, the the difficulty is is just the balance, isn't it? That's the thing. I think with the the balance of overseas players, bringing in Bairstow, if you take out Odin Smith, you're losing overs. You have to bring in someone... Uh, someone Indian, mm-hmm. not necessarily going to get the batting, although you don't seem to be getting the batting out of Odin Smith. So maybe it is just a simple case of bringing in Sandeep Sharma to to sort that out. But um, it will be it's a tricky it's a tricky uh, balancing act for them to play, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's 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 good signs, and uh, yeah, the uh, the um, the balls to the wall approach is so far. In uh, positive equity, so yeah, living La Vida Dan Weston. Um, <laughs> right, let's uh, let's move. So, if, uh, if you agree in the chat um, that uh, we've, we're the best is yet to come from Panjab Kings, let us know. And if uh, do you, if you think that CSK have a chance of getting into the uh, into the playoffs, let us know as well. Um, Max, 
Gujarat Titans, aka the Bad Boys, the yeah, Ahmed Bad, Bad Boys. They managed to turn over the Delhi Capitals, didn't they? They certainly did. Um, it was. I think we all, but we all we will pro crap capitals for this one. I think. Or did we? I, I can't. I can't remember yeah, what, I think, we, I think, what we predicted. I think, I think we may have got this one wrong. This is the the yang to our yin for uh, for for the predictions. But yeah, again, it's a story um, kind of of one man. I mean, there was more of a team effort at this time, but another another forgotten, maybe not forgotten, but slightly maligned uh, by us T Twenty player Shubman Gill did the business. Eighty four or forty six, absolutely taking. Um, well, I think he took a particular liking to Axel Patel for a little while. And, can uh, and can other... you give him his uh, full title? His Test Opening Batsman, Sorry. Shubman Gill. Yeah, Indian Test Opening Batsman, Shubman Gill, uh, became uh, a T20 Opening Batsman. He played brilliantly and got Gujarat Titans up to a, a defendable, if not um, you know, utterly imposing score of 171 for six with some help from uh, the Killer Miller and Hardik Pandya, but it was mostly his work for, for the day. And Delhi Capitals, well, they never really, never really looked like doing it. Apart from there was a moment, wasn't there, when uh, Rishabh Pant and Lalit Yadav were in and mm. it looked like they'd just turned a corner and they might be starting to chase it down because they were up with the rate for a lot of the chase. It was just regular wickets that kept um, holding them back and a combination of Lockie Ferguson being too quick for almost everyone when he wanted to be and a bit of a bit of a mix up between Pant and Lalit Yadav to uh, to resulting in an almost bungled run out, but in the end, just about <laughs> just about held on by a by the breadth of a bale, mm-hmm. meant that they uh, they just fell short, just kept losing too many wickets, couldn't get it home, and in the end, it was a reasonably comfortable win uh, for Gujarat Titans. So much so they were able to give Raul Tuatia the last over. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what that was about, but. Ultimately, it's another surprising and pretty good win for for the bad boys. Um, I think was did Jack thought they were going to come last, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah or, yeah, or he, he they were vying for sunrises for, for yeah, last no, place. No, to be fair, I, I I still think they are going to struggle. I, th- I think they've got quite lucky here against Delhi. We we assumed that um, Nokia would be back for this game, and, and he wasn't. Mm. Um, but hats off to um, the Gujarat Titans, yeah. right? In, I suppose, the- yeah, we, you're right. We should say it's Delhi Capitals, but with an asterisk because they got they had they had the real Tim Seifert yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they had the real Tim Seifert. Um, but there is a bit around what Gujarat Titans are doing um, is uh, they're playing to their strengths, right? They, if they were they're in that position, they got chucked in to bat. If they get more than 155, 160, that is a big bonus for their team. Their, their batting lineup is is, gonna, is lucky to hit more than 150 every game, right? Mm. There's a big reliance on people who just aren't very good, plus Hardik <laughs> Pandya, right? And uh, there's a bit there where they get to 170, they've got a bowling lineup, which is perfect for that that type of game. Like absolutely perfect. Like Jack doesn't particularly rate Mohammed Shami, but I think he proves that he is a wicket taker. He well, proves I time think, and time again he's, he's a, a very canny operator. I think Mohammed Shami couldn't have a role just like Umesh Yadav has got, really. Mm, just only yeah. in the power play. Yeah, Obviously, and, and, <laughs> needs a little bit of help with the ball up first to be effective. And if if you get that, which we've seen so far, then he he can do that role. Obviously, Umesh Yadav has done it slightly better so far. But I mean that that. That um, spell from Mohamed Shami 
in the first game against Lucknow was one of the you know one of the one of the best spells I've seen recently in T20 cricket. So absolutely, and and if you think like they then have Lockie Ferguson who bowled in his tra- bowled his pretty much his trainers off in this game, absolutely phenomenal bowling. Then they've got Rashid Khan and Hardik Pandya can bowl again. Mm. Uh, India fans rejoice. Your your supreme all rounder. If he gets through this IPL. That is a huge, huge asset, right? Huge asset for the national team. Um, his captaincy looks good. Like the players yeah. have come out and said, like, actually, we're loving this. He's given us the creative freedom to go and do whatever the fuck we need to do to win these games of cricket and operate as a as a as a unit and take wickets as a team. And I, th- I think it's yeah the, the that that environment of being able to create something like that from scratch, right? Their first franchise in two two wins from two. That is a a really nice like bonus position to be in. Brilliant. Um, Shubman Gill, yeah, we turned it on in a big way. He, he took took some of the spinners to the cleaners. It was like proper proper hitting, and like technically, he's a very gifted, very gifted player. That's why he's opening the batting for um, India when he's not injured, right? Um, let's turn our attention to Delhi Capitals. As we said, Nokia not uh, available just yet. I think he's going to be back for the next game. Um, they are reeling from having him out and David Warner out at the top of the order, right? They're two, they're two big overseas players in that space because um, Pant can't do it himself. Like it just, just it's not going to work. Um, Pritvi Shaw um, definitely in there, and if you add Warner and Norky to that lineup, they are a completely different proposition. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the fizz, Mr. Vizier Rahman. Mm. Um, Max, do you think he's the most underrated? IPL player that's that's a big call to make for, some, uh, for, some, for someone who's continuously performed I mean he is definitely last... underrated there's absolutely no doubt about that I think he's he does a really uh, a really good job I think probably suffers a little bit from uh, his nationality I think <laughs> let's 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 be yeah. honest like you don't you don't get the uh, um, I guess as much of the limelight in the international game so that that probably contributes to it but He's he's yeah he's a very good player and I I, I maybe he's not underrated because he got he's, he gets picked up he gets picked up regularly he's got he's been picked up by Delhi Capitals mm-hmm. who are a good side and have been building a good side so they obviously rate him so maybe maybe he isn't that underrated but he's certainly a very very good player and, uh, yeah. and very useful I've got his, I've got his uh, his record up here he's played thirty nine times in the IPL. Um, he's got 41 wickets, an average of 27 or 28, an economy of under eight, and a strike rate of 21. That's- I mean, economy of under eight for a seamer in the IPL is brilliant. Yeah, that's that's really good. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's really quite, really quite good. Um, but again, he he turns up, does does the business. I think they're going to need to try and find a way to fit him into the side with Nokia, which is going to be a real challenge for them. Um, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? Um, yes, they've got. If you have um, David Warner comes in for Tim Seifert, um, I mean Rothman Powell is is in there uh, because you need a fit, you need your finisher in there. You got Mustafa Zir, Rahman, um, and then you can add in add in Nokia. Um, that's pretty that completely changes yeah. the context. Well, again, they only they only played with three uh, again, um, so you can just bring in Nokia. No, um, it's fine. I'm, yeah, and and I think when it comes to their bowling lineup, look, I love Shardle Takur. The Lord, we're a big fan of the podcast. We think he's absolutely mustard. But he is not your leading seam bowler in your attack. Like it's just, no. got, just, he's just not there, right? 
Um, and yeah, he's he's one of those guys who, yeah, it just he's blockbuster. Don't get us wrong, but he is not a Nokia. Um, Kilial Ahmed, not really that person either. Um, and Fizz should be someone who's bowling in tandem with someone. And be like, oh, we've got a banker eight set of overs there. When you've got um, Khalil Ahmed and Shardell Takur, you've no fucking idea what overs you're going to get. <laughs> um, yeah, fun. it's a bit of a lottery. I mean, it's 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 quite difficult, isn't it? When you build a side around having that bowling attack and then you suddenly don't have that bowling attack. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do about it. You've got what you've got. You've got to try and make it work. And they're trying to make it work. But uh, yeah, it didn't this time around. It did against my Indians somehow. Yeah. So to to have come out of those two games with one win and one defeat, they're probably reasonably content. They're probably the other way around from what they expected them to be. But uh, in terms of as a start to the competition, given the difficulties they've had with people not being available, they probably won't be too disappointed. Yeah, I think I think you're right on that. Um, I do think that. Gujarat Titans are going to be really up against it in terms of the batting. I think they're going to come up against better teams and better bowling lineups than they have done so far. Um, I think they do need to make a change at the top of the order. Like we keep on saying it. Matthew Wade is not cut out to play IPL cricket. He's got too much of a weakness um, <laughs> against cricket, <laughs> bowling, um, unfortunately. Um, and it may be, maybe Gurbaz isn't the ideal opener, but again, I can't see Matthew Wade like doing anything in this tournament um and vj shankar at three is it makes a mockery of the ipl like i know it's a bit hard but i mean akash agrees with me in the in the chat vj shankar is not a number three like just look at the stats but like, it doesn't make like it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever for vj shankar to be in this side um especially in, in that critical position so i think they need to make a couple of changes um maybe um do they pick up? Oh, who I think it was Riddam and Saha. Riddam and Saha is not the ultimate T20 player by any stretch of the imagination. No, but, but I th- you might but as I think well he, play him instead of Wade and save yourself an overseas slot. Yeah, and and yeah, that yes, and it just doesn't seem to be clicking right now. Um, they've got they've got Kishore um, in there with the old spinner that we kind of said could potentially have a good breakout zone, and mm-hmm. that is potentially when the pitches get a little bit lower and slower, he kind of comes in. So there is there is some talent there. But batting wise, poor, I'm 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 worried about this team. And yeah, I would not be surprised if this is a start well, get overexcited, and then they come up against some big boys and um, they, they stutter. Yeah. Um, I mean, they uh they obviously were supposed to have Jason Roy and he uh pulled out yeah. for bio bubble reasons, but possibly uh other reasons that we won't uh <laughs> venture to mention. So that put a slight spanner in the in the works in their batting lineup I expect but yeah I mean I I thought I think I said in the previews that I thought Ramon Ramon Gobaz would have a bit of a uh bit of a season be quite a be a bit of a bargain and and prove to be quite useful but mm. uh he's not proven to be a bargain if he's not playing Absolutely. so uh, uh, that's disappointing because he's exciting he is he exciting is. to watch he's very boom or bust and mm. that's uh that's what we like, isn't it? That's the order of the day from the cricket podcast. Oh, well, actually, we, we got, we we're told we should rename ourselves the Biased Cricket Podcast, which is a very witty uh, insult on Twitter earlier. Yeah, um, that's I mean, that's cutting. What why, what was the problem? Why were we biased? Because we, we rate Liam Livingston. And, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they didn't. So um, that's oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so 
let's um let's have a quick reminder we are sponsored by serious cricket use code tcp22 for 10 percent off all equipment um and if you're watching this video which kind of what 150 people are um like the video subscribe if you haven't already and yeah leave comments ask questions follow us at the cricket pod and sign up for our patreon um max let's talk about my boys the royals your boys the royals oh yeah. what, a, what a performance that was by joss butler because we are biased and he is english um <laughs> it was an inch it was this was a really interesting uh really interesting game kind of just because of how it went i mean it's one of the most bizarre Someone's uh, donated. Thank you very much. Yeah, life life of God, yeah. Yeah, CSK this year took inexplicable decisions this year. Let go of Hazelwood, Shardell, Faf, Rayner. Spent 14 crore on injured Chaha. Weird selections. I, I, I mean, they didn't pay 14 crore for an injured Chaha. He did, unfortunately, get injured. But yeah, no, I definitely take your point there. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's the that's the beauty and danger of a mega auction, right? That is, the, um, that is the bit that they have been gutted somewhat and they have to, unfortunately, play some lesser talent, but so does everybody else. Um, mm. Sorry, Max. Uh, yes. Royals getting one over on the Mumbai Indians. Yeah, so I got I got slightly uh, slightly derailed by the um, the pop-up thing. Yeah, I've not I've not seen that before while uh, while I was speaking, <laughs> so I got I got taken aback. But was, people on the audio won't have a clue what I'm talking about, but it's fine. Josh Butler, yeah. So I was saying the scorecard is bizarre. It's really odd. You've got... Three people got to double figures and they scored 193. It was, uh, well, no, well, obviously, Josh Butler got to triple figures, but <laughs> yeah, 100 from him, uh, brilliant performance. 26 off that, uh, Basil Tampiova was um, proved proved what we were saying. You can't have a cricketer named Basil, it just doesn't work. And, and then it, the only other, you know, Sandra Sampson did, did stuck with him for a bit, but Hetmeyer was the only one, again, who um, provided any. Uh, provided a foil really to to that that early hitting, he has become something of a finisher. Well, I say become. I mean that's that's what he's there for. It's just that hasn't necessarily done the business in the IPL yet. He's had on occasion good, he has done. He's, had, he's yeah. had a couple of good seasons, and uh, so far he started brilliantly this year. He's performing his role absolutely perfectly. So um, yeah, great effort from him. But around around then, it all fell apart. It was bizarre because it, at one point. What were they? 182, I think, off the 18th over. You're looking at like over 200 comfortably, unassailable total. This is in the bag kind of territory. And between some, you know, between the world's longest tail, like I think this Royals batting lineup resembled something of a cobra. Mm. It, like, it had a really vicious looking head and then was like mostly tail for the rest of it. That's, that's how I would describe it. Um, and that kind of contributed to their downfall. Also, some really good death bowling, Bumrah bowling, Yorkers that were largely unplayable, and Tymor Mills with slower balls that were confounding the uh, aforementioned tail. So <laughs> they ended up limping to 193 from a position where they were looking at scoring probably 15, maybe even 20 more than that. So they yeah, might left, have been left a, bit, a few runs out there. They did. They might have been a bit disappointed. And then you sort of flip round to the Mumbai Indians and you look at what they've got, which is a reasonably uh, a reasonably deep batting lineup, like with um, Tim David and Daniel Sams at, uh, what's that, six and seven, when you compare that to Ashwin coming in at six, you know, that's uh, that's two, ex- well, basically... Yeah, it was Parag at six and Ashwin oh, at seven. Sorry, yeah, it? yeah. So two extra, two extra options there, really, for runs. And, and again, you were looking at Mumbai Indians were in a position, 100 and... What 135 for three 
120 odd for two. And you were thinking, yeah, this is like well, a brilliant platform. Ishan Kishan's 50, another. Yeah, this this is on like him. Donkey Kong. This yeah, is, yeah like, this game's going to be. They've got Karen Pollard to come. And then Tim David and Daniel Sams with some lusty blows at the end. And this is looking pretty good. And Karen Pollard turned into MS Doney. Tim David apparently can't play spin. And uh, Daniel Sams got first got a first ball there. Yeah, Charhol. Charhol did. Yeah, Charhol is decent, absolutely. But it was just it was what. So I mean, I guess what I'm getting at, really, in in a not particularly eloquent way, is that they were kind of two. They're, they're both the inverse of each other in that you sort of back them on by Indians lower middle order to to do the business, mm. and they were set to do it and they didn't. And the Royals are the other way around. They were. Uh, it didn't do it, and you thought that Mumbai Indians were going to chase it down, and in the end, it didn't matter anyway because the Mumbai Indians lower orders just didn't fire. But um, and that's the way she blows, right? Sometimes yeah. like that just happens. I think um, if, if we to look at their two teams back, because you kind of touched upon their like team composition, mm. and um, that word makes me sound far more intelligent than I actually am, but it's quite enjoyable to say. The team composition is where I would like to begin. Rajasthan Royals tail started at six. That is unbelievable. Like having Ryan Parag at number six, that is the start of your tail. And they, their whole plan was to make sure that their top five hit the bulk of the runs and then have a load of bowling options. Um, Mumbai Indians decided to play with 10 players because Sky wasn't available. So they thought Amalpreet Singh might as well play, which is a joke. Like the guy, <laughs> the guy is not fit to take Sky's bins out. It is, it, it was. And at the last couple of games, he's proved he, he cannot play IPL level cricket, unfortunately. Go like oh, well, you could. He's got he's played three IPL games. And he averages nine point seven at a strike rate of one hundred and seven point four. Are you telling me that's not good numbers? Uh, they might as well just play a bowler. They might as well give themselves another option and just go. Do you know what? Let's just play a bowler. Um, and because it, it would add more value than Amalpreet has ever added value, um, and that. That for Mumbai is just that massive thing, right? Sky is their best, like one of the their best players. Yeah, um, I mean he, it's a big loss, the, isn't it? Yeah, he, he's the glue that holds that team all together, right? Because having him at the crease gives people real headaches because he's both he's good against spin and he's good against pace. Um, and then people are scared to be like, oh, who who should we actually bowl here? Whereas some of their other players now actually have clear weaknesses. Amalpreet's is cricket, um, but some of the others, uh, whether it's gonna he should start a club ball. with Matthew Wade. Exactly. I'm, I'm on the, on the warpath today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just find it just quite interesting. And Mumbai, again, they are two games, two losses. Um, they need to really, they need to win the next game, definitely. Um, but again, they have the players to pull this out of the bag. It is not kind of all over. Um, it's just not quite landing for them yet. Daniel Sams is, 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 is fine, but he is not a starting overseas player. Like, I think he offers enough, but when this team doesn't hit, doesn't have enough around him, it's a big, big issue. Yeah. Um, I mean, Butler's, next year he will be Joffre Archer, presumably. It, it, exactly right, right? And then I think as, as this tournament goes on, you might see Fabian Allen come into the side. Um, but again, uh, the the bowling lineup that they've got, Tamal Mills and Jasper Bumrah, you'd be like, Do you know what? We, we normally are going to have eight really good overs. In the first game, Boomer was rubbish. Here, he's taken three back for 17. Normal. He's, he's, yeah. he's back. Um, Mills picked up important wickets and was bowling at difficult times. There is no way Kieran Pollard should be bowling four overs in this side. But Basil Tampi got absolute tap from Josh Butler 
and he literally hit him out of the attack. Twenty six yeah. off the over, and they, they they couldn't go back to him because Butler was there. Because Butler was still the there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was amazing. Um, he destroyed him. Like it was brutal, absolutely brutal. Um, there was a little bit of criticism for Josh Butler, which I found a little bit interesting. This was on our Discord channel, but a guy called Lol One, um, and he said that the way in which we talk about KL Rahul, the, the ball eater, when he would hit runs, we would always say, well, actually, look, he slowed down a little bit, um, and actually he's, he's just done this to make sure he got to his century and hit as many runs as he could personally, rather than risking it for the team. Whereas this, this for me, it was Josh Butler taking real seniority, and this could well be where the biased cricket podcast comes in, but he took, he took a senior position and ma- managed to get them to a score that was competitive, right? It gave them enough. When, they, when they've got a bowling lineup who, like when they've got six bowlers in their team, that's a, an amazing platform for them to go and defend. Um, he did slow down a little bit towards the end, purely on the fact that he'd been there the whole time and it was fucking boiling. It was literally midday in Mumbai. I mean, if anyone can go and hit a century there, um, that's a great achievement in itself. Um, and Kale Rahul would do that in a losing chase, not when you're setting. So that's where I think the discrepancy actually really does sit, right? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't agree with that criticism of um, Joss Butler. He's at the first century of the IPL. They've won the game. They've beaten one of the best teams in the, in the tournament. Um, the- I think that's the key thing, that they won the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, so often when we were complaining about the way Kea Rahul would bat, it mm-hmm. was because they lost the game. And we were saying, well, if you'd done it slightly differently, you might actually have won the game. So perhaps that's what factors into our thinking. It's always always very easy to rewrite the narrative after the fact, isn't it? So it is. Um, it, we, we've got a super chat from Leon Yorkie279. Thank you very much for that. Uh, give us some love in the chat. Um, Hetmeyer career strike rate overs between 1 and 15 is 120. Um, his career strike rate in overs 16 to 20 is 185. Anyone else? Uh, this is a bizarrely imbalanced, criminally misused. Well, I've got kind of his stats up just in general, Max, and you, you kind of said that has he quite turned it on? Um, in the last three years, so 2020, he had a strike rate of 148. Um, an average of only, an average of only twenty three, but again, played well, d- didn't do too much really, but still decent strike. That's well, sort of your job as a finisher, anyway, isn't it? Exactly right. Um, in two thousand twenty one, he's got a strike rate of one six eight, um, an average of thirty five. That's pretty fucking good. And this year, he's striking at two hundred and forty eight with an average of thirty three. Like the, like the guy is took down Kieran Pollard in a big way today, uh, today yesterday. Um, he is turning himself into exactly what the Royals need. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the way in which they've used them, I think that is like, that's pretty amazing, I think. That's what he's there for. The um, problem is he's at five, so there are going to be occasions where he's not there to finish. Agreed. And I think that's where this risk comes in, right? But they have, they literally have four opening batsmen. They're four people who yeah. could, in theory, bat. <laughs> they and they've got and they've got two batsmen who have demonstrated that they can go big in the IPL. They've done it. Like, um, Samson's got IPL centuries to his name. So has Joss Butler, and they're kind of going. Do you know what? We know our top four is good, and the way in which they, well, the way in which Joss Butler took down a bollock, he could do it any time, and Samson could do it any time. Um, Padakal showed his inexperience um, getting out. He literally panicked, um, whereas actually he didn't need to get out of the way in which he did. Um, so I, yeah, I'm very, very comfortable. I think where 
Royals are, I think they are, as you say, they lose one more wicket. Always like Punjab Kings, they lose one more wicket mm. and they're in real bother. That's it. They're um, so they're so close to being a really nicely put together side that they've just got that glaringly long tail that on another day will come back to bite them. It's, there's so much of that this IPL. I think we've got. Um, that's uh, what we just said. Uh, DDP does have an IPL century. He does he indeed. Does. I remember that. I remember that watching that century, him alongside Coley, wasn't it, in that chase, and he just absolutely smashed it. It was uh, that was a, a really nice innings. But yeah, I just think so many teams so far are just like really close to mm. being really good, but they've just got that one thing that's a bit wrong with them that could backfire, and that I think is making the IPL so far this year quite an interesting tournament it could uh yeah, t- teams teams are having to maximize their strengths rather than like cover up their weaknesses mm. with a, with a smaller condensed area actually it was very much like how do we protect our weaknesses as much as possible here because they've they've got what nine bankers they've got two people who probably don't get into the team every single week they've got nine bankers in their 11 um, for the standard that they're playing at and then they're having to take that risk and they're much they're much better going we're going to maximize what we're good at rather than trying to protect themselves and i like that approach i, I, I think it, i think it works well it's worked well for the royals it's worked well for punjab kings um this is not a victory to be underestimated this puts him in mm. such a good position and w- waking up in the morning as a royals fan and seeing them top of the <laughs> league you're just like Come on, let's do yeah. this. No, um, they're a good, they're a good side. I think, and and for Mumbai, two defeats, but two defeats that are kind of, uh, I guess, aside from the fact that they're now playing catch up, they're two defeats that they probably won't be too upset about. I mean, yeah, they kind of, they kind of, yeah, bit. they kind of blew it against Delhi, and today, not to say yesterday, rather, you are mm. just looking at that and being like, they win that with Sky, yeah, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, I think but, you're right. Um, but there is one other person we haven't mentioned in the Mumbai side. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, uh, it's going to be Tilak Verma, I'm it assuming. Is. Tilak Verma, yeah. 61 or 33. Jack wrote a little piece about him, didn't he? I think about how ex- how he was looking forward to seeing whether he could do the business. Yeah, I mean, it shows again Mumbai's standard of quality scouting, right? Um, looked, yeah, he did look the business. You're completely right. And um, you can, when, again, if Amalpreet's not there stinking out the place... <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's got someone else to bat with. That's a that's a, a massive asset for you. And yeah, it's, again, just um, just can't quite couldn't quite drag him over the line, right? No. Um, and I think we should probably give some credit to uh, Ravi Ashwin for that because he got smacked for six, and then uh, no sooner had he been smacked for six, came back to uh, bamboozle him with the old uh, the old Doozra. Uh, yeah. Or Carambol, or, or it was one of the. I think it might have been a doozer. I think it turned away. But it was um, a nice, a nice moment of uh, of the the elder statesman with all the experience going. All right, look, you might be a good young up and coming star, but I've got the nous, and I will, I will get you out. And yeah, he did. I, I, and he enjoyed it. There was a big celebration. Big fan of that. I, I, I actually really like that point because you've seen some of that. Murugan Ashwin actually is a contrast, right? Relatively inexperienced. Um, in comparison to Ravichandra and Ashwin. And Ashwin kind of went, Murugan went away from what he was supposed to be doing, right? The, the, the reverse sweep came out, he kind of panicked a little bit, kind mm. of threw it down leg side. I think um, Swami in the uh, Discord was saying he's just a little bit erratic, and that's exactly what it was. It was a little bit uncontrolled, whereas Ashwin, as much as he might not be elite, elite T20 kind of spinner, he's definitely the elite um, test spinner, um, 
showed as yet canny operator can stay calm under pressure and goes it's t20 cricket i know i'm going to get hit for runs but my job is to tie up an end or is to try and take wickets of, the, of these bits and break these partnerships and yeah i just um yeah as, as we all know we're big fans of ravi ashwin um 100%. We wanted, so um uh, yeah, that, and i just put it really nicely ravi ashwin was like calm down daddy's here yeah, <laughs> uh, it was good to see Tamar Mills pick up some wickets. I think him and Bumrah are going to work really well, uh, unsurprisingly, in in this lineup, and hopefully stays injury free. Um, I think it's absolutely critical for their lineup um, uh, for, for that to happen. Uh, Bumrah yeah, had an off day in the opening game of the season, um, but today, yeah, what three from seventy? Yeah, three for seventeen from four. Yeah, that's not um, bad, is it? Not bad yeah. at all. So, um, yeah, he's doing okay. So, um, yeah, as much as uh, their next game is massively important, they don't want to be in the CSK bucket of three losses from three games. Um, but again, I think if Sky is back, yeah, they they would have won the last two games. So, um, yeah, they one one player away, just one player. So have faith, Mumbai fans. Um, Max, I mean, in terms of um, general themes, I think we've touched upon a couple of different ones throughout the show. The one we've not really talked about is the standard of fielding has got worse. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, well, who would you like? Who would like? Who would you like to pick on? Um, I'm going to go even, for Jai Swell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a, that was uh, my favourite bit about that was that the commentator said, "Oh, it was an excellent effort from Yashasvi Giles, but it was like literally fell out of the sky into his hands as he dropped it." Dreadful. Yeah. It, yeah it, well, it was dreadful. Um, I just, I mean, Kamira the other day for Lucknow was the yeah. worst I've ever seen. Um, but it was, today, it was aquaplaning though. It legs. was, it was the dewiest, it the dewiest day. It yeah, it, there's, there's been some good fun, hasn't there? There's been some good fun misfields, but there have been some really good catches. Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, look, I'm not saying that all of it has been rubbish. Like Liam Living, uh, Liam Livingston's catch today, absolute supreme. Joss Butler's um, catch yesterday was good. There was, yeah. I think. Um, didn't uh, didn't say any concussed himself taking a catch at one point. That was <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's all action. That's, that's the, what we like to see. Um, but there are just some bits like just watching. They do that classic thing where they're running next to the ball. It's like just try and stop it. Try and get the dive out and try and stop it. Or people using their feet. Professional cricketers using their feet to stop the cricket ball is unacceptable. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, in, it's in a the skill. Ch- it's a genuine skill. Yeah, in the chat, we didn't quite finish off um, Rajasthan Royals. Um, P- Max, who who comes in, do we think, for Parag? Uh, Swami uh, said, does Rassi Van Dusen, Daryl Mitchell or Jimmy Nisham actually come in? Uh, obviously, Nathan Coulter-Nile was the one that went out because he was injured. Um, yeah. They do have that extra spot to use. Surely one of them is going to be more effective, right? It adds a bit to the, a bit of, dip, bit of depth to the batting. And Yeah, I really... I, I, I rate Daryl Mitchell. I think he's decent. Um, he, especially... I think he'd do absolutely fine in the in the IPL uh, at the moment. Um, he was really good for New Zealand in the World Cup. He opened the batting. Yeah. So they can yeah, have they can have a fifth opener if they want. But he could also do the finishing job. Yeah. Well, I'm just looking at his T20 international record is 25 games played, strike rate of 135, uh, an average of 22. So it's, actually, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, I mean. It's, it's not brilliant, is it? But um, no. again, he, he offers something with the ball, um, and yeah, you might you might see something change in that space. Yeah, they can't yeah. have they can't I they can't have get, Parag at six. You just I think you get more that. mileage out of um, Daryl Mitchell than Rassi van der Dusen, but yeah, 
Yeah, it's, I, it, uh, again, it just depends on what you what you want your team to be, right? Rassi van der Dussen offers nothing with the ball, really. I know he got an ODI wicket the other day, but you're not going to bowl Rassi van der Dussen. Um, Parag might well get an over. I think he got an over in this game, went for 11. So there is a bit around. If we play a Nathan Gorton Isle, a Jimmy Neesham, a Daryl Mitchell, we can at least try to get one or two overs. Out yeah, of well, Jimmy, Jimmy Neesham, obviously the, uh, the slayer of England in the semi-finals, so... Yeah, and the only other bit to mention is um, Tim Southie's catch, as as raised in think, the full length diving one. He was it wasn't even on camera. The cameraman got it wrong, thought it was going to someone else, and Southie's gunned it round full Superman. Oh, overtaking was it the one where he overtook Rahane? Rahane yeah, was, was running in from uh, from what was it mid on, and yeah. <laughs> and Southie's beating him to it from mid off. Yeah, so that I mean, was it, that was a stunning catch. Yeah, so there is some, there is some good stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I think the overall standard has dropped from what we were kind of expecting um but yeah a lot of drop catches are funny um so yeah um so max i think we need to talk about the big world cup final last night we do um, yes so i think the ipl there we'll be back with another ipl show on wednesday we'll be on griller cricket doing our commentary and our preview show so make sure you look out for that and um, like and subscribe to this video um but we're going to talk about the women's world cup final now um max have you got a match summary on this one or do we want to just kind of just talk about it as Australia um, were put into bat and Julie dominated the rest of the game? <laughs> that is that is largely the summary, isn't it? England won the toss, arguably made the wrong decision, but once again, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Alyssa Healy did ridiculous things. Australia scored a ridiculous number of runs, and England tried their best. But they were, I, I, they were I, never, never going to get there, were they? Never yeah, I, in a million years. I think that England actually probably did the right thing. I think England are a stronger chasing side than they are there, and I think the way in which you try to beat this team is to put them under, is, is to potentially put them under pressure by getting a few quick wickets and trying to do it. The opposite side is scoreboard pressure in a final is always a little bit challenging. So it's, it's, it's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, and I think that's mm. pretty much Helen Knight's kind I, of approach. Yeah, I, the I, game, right? I, there's totally the the logic behind the decision is completely understandable. It's not we're not talking NASA here in in the ashes. That's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, and it's amazing where you just see how they are a ruthless juggernaut. Like if you if you were to take a sporting team um, uh, across any sport and compare this women's team to them in terms of how much they have dominated over the last kind of couple of years, it is it is scary how good they are. And it's annoying that Australia keep bloody winning everything. I think the, they won the T Twenty World Cup, um, both men and women's, and now they've won this World Cup. Um, it is very, very frustrating as an Englishman yeah. to kind of sit there and kind of have that done to you. It um, is. I think on the on the uh, on the women's side, you do just have to take your hat off to them, don't you? Because they yeah. are just so much better than yeah. everyone else. Yeah, and I mean, you look at look at their setup, right? In 2017, when they went out in the semi-finals, it was a big case of going. Actually, something's got to give here. Like we we need to we we either back this or it's gonna it's gonna flounder and we're gonna not do what we we're gonna fulfil our potential. Um, so they funded the game properly they've had properly funded contracts so their play their women's players are professional yeah and that's only just come into england in the last year or so that's it yeah they're, they're two or three years ahead aren't they of, of their next closest challenger basically in the in the structures and how it's all set up and that that shows it shows through it's just um i was reading a really there was a really interesting uh, article i read uh, on a slight tangent um about ashley barty you know the women's uh, tennis player who retired at 25 Australian mm -hmm. and she 
took uh, a year out from tennis uh, a few years ago and went and played um, in um, women's cricket. Mm-hmm. Uh, went went and, and, and had a go at that. And like basically her first net, she the coach was like just like threw balls at her and was just like, what? why are you so good at this? Like, and, and by the end of it, he was getting her to clear the front leg so she could hit it harder rather than like trying to correct her technique. Like she's naturally gifted at sport, mm-hmm. but she went in and basically like just brought up the level of uh, around her teammates. Cause where people would go and like, maybe go and hit a hundred balls to practice, she'd go in and she'd hit 300, 400, like as yeah. her training to practice. And funnily enough, when you practice loads, you get better at stuff. So yeah. was it the more I practice, the luckier I get? Uh, yeah Palmer quote. yeah exactly and it is it's that she you know brought that level of professionalism to to the team uh and uh, and and that lift lifts the level and that's what you're basically seeing in in how the australian team is dominating they just they're they're a professional outfit and they are able to make the most of the talents they've got like it was not necessary you know you you if you had if all the other uh, countries in women's cricket were at that level of professionalism and practicing and 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 that sort of thing, mm-hmm. we might be looking at a uh, a much closer uh, much closer World Cup, much closer picture. But you know, as it is, they're just they're far and away, and they look they looked pretty unbeatable. And that yeah, you know, they what was it thirty four wins in a row they won a, few, yeah. a year or so ago before was it New Zealand ended it, and they're looking back to being that juggernaut once again. And there is that bit. You still have the opportunity, right? Like there was drop catches in the final from England. Yeah. Um, Nat Skyver being one of them, who then went on to hit the highest scoring, um, uh, highest score in a losing chase. I mean, it was a record-breaking final, wasn't it? They yeah. were tumbling. Yeah, and it was like she batted unbelievably well. And if um, if people kind of batted for her around it, um, that would have been a little bit of a different story. Like kind of going back and watching it. There is a bit around if only they could have just stayed with her a little bit. If only they could have done this. But that's mm. that's, in every, that's in every kind of defeatist right version, right? If you if you lose that final, it's always oh, what if we did this? But actually, if you take your catches, um, that makes a huge difference, right? A, like a major difference. And I think I've been relatively critical of some of the IPL players here. I'm gonna be critical of some of the women's players. The catching's been fucking shit. Some of the catches, like, there's been like, in some games, like six catches put down. You just can't do yeah. that. There's been some unbelievable catches. Meg yeah. Lanning's one, unreal. Uh, Dotting in the one of the won, games. She won the uh, catch of the tournament, didn't she, with that flying effort? Yes, yeah, so, like super, 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 absolutely supreme pieces of. But the general standard of catching, it was just it's been really quite poor. Mm. Um, and that is one of those things like. People always talk about um, what can kind of lesser teams do um, that they can like they can control, and actually fielding is one of those bits, right? Lesser teams can actually be really good and put pressure on other teams by bit, right, doing something really well, whereas they don't have potential access to loads of great cricket nets, they don't have loads of access to loads of great coaches, etc. But fielding is one of those areas that you can actually be can balance out yeah. a little bit, yeah. um, and that was the bit where some of the games. Have been one loss, and England benefited from that against South Africa, and then they also have undone themselves a little bit here. But I mean, you've got to be so proud as an Englishman and an English person to kind of turn around and say back-to-back World Cup finals for them. Um, they took on the best team of all time in women's cricket, um, and actually have done pretty well. Nat Skyver comes out of it um, with back-to-back unbeaten centuries against Australia in this World Cup. 
like there is a load to write home about that they could be really really proud of and especially as they've been in what in the bio bubble shit quagmire for what mm. three four months and um, you know after losing the first three games and being all but out of the tournament you know there yeah. are people they're practically packing their bags weren't they um yeah, so a, su- a supreme effort something to be yeah really quite proud of um yeah but, yeah, but <clears> just it, need but, to close that gap yeah but when it comes to uh when it comes to cricket the australian women's team is unbelievable yeah and uh it'd be nice nice to get some uh some more of more of them over for the uh, the hundred, I think. This yeah, I, yeah, I hope so. And I That'll hope make um, a, a difference. Yeah, I think the the hundred um, closed draft is tomorrow, actually. So we'll um, we'll do, no doubt uh, cover that as well on the on the next show. Um, but yeah, looking forward to seeing some of those players in action. And yeah, as you said, Max, like the investment that's going to come. Pakistan Super League is having a women's version. Indian Premier League is going to have a women's version. Like fast forward to twenty thirty. And the standard in women's cricket is going to be even higher. Some of the players are supreme now. Yeah. Um, so actually, the, the people might be able to catch in 2030. So, um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look, look how you know if you think about how it's kind of behind women's football in terms of, terms of time of development. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, women's football has probably been uh, a professional sport for a bit longer, and in the uh, certainly in like the public eye more and uh, and 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 pushed more and has. You can see the development in women's like the, the how much better women's football has become with more investment and more interest, and I think cricket will hopefully be following that behind fairly closely, and it should be should be good. Should be uh, uh, yeah, twenty thirty. So that's that's uh, that's your target, is it? Twenty thirty for uh, for blockbuster. I know. If if, if if you're if you're a I don't know, a teenage girl who's starting to get into cricket and kind of been like that. I mean, there's not a better player than Healy to kind of go, I'm going to base my game off on her or Alyssa Perry or, or whatever, or Meg Lanning. Like, these people are like top of the game and like that is inspirational to it. And if you're an English person sitting there going, I want to be a little bit more like Nat Skyver, great. That, that's exactly what you want from the game. And um, there will be change in this England side. Now. I think it's got to the end of a, a end of the cycle. Mm-hmm. And you'll see more and more kind of fresh faces coming into it. Um, but like, if you think of some of the some players who have been like great servants to this English team, like Shrubshaw, I mean, again, I think it's a fan, it's been a fantastic World Cup. I think the overall standard has been great. There's been some really competitive cricket, um, and then there's been yeah records broken. And yeah, just unfortunately, um, if you get to a final, unfortunately Australia win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it's a bit so, like uh, it's a bit like the tennis, isn't it? Who's going to lose to Djokovic in the final of the tennis? <laughs> Not now, though, because sometimes you have to have a vaccine. Exactly. Um, and on that delightful note, um, you should like uh, this video, subscribe to our channel. We've got so much IPL content coming your way, um, and we absolutely love it. And if you want to sign up for a Patreon, get involved in the Fantasy League and the Discord channel and exclusive shows, please do go to Patreon forward slash the Cricket Podcast, um, and then follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Thank you very much for watching. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you very much. See you all soon. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. I think it was a disgraceful performance and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. Podcast Network.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 